Hey everybody and welcome to Positively Midwest. Tonight's a very special episode because we are also going to record this baby live. So we are on Facebook Live right now. It is episode 30 and uh, I'm really stoked about it. So um, hey everybody on Facebook land, we're teetering on 11 people up there. I don't know if you guys can hear the music. Let me know if you can hear it. Um, my first live listening, you guys are great. That's awesome. Wow, it's Wally! Hey, buddy. How's Peter? Love you. Miss you. Hey, Robin. Um, where? Um, mine told me Robin Troop is watching. Oh, you can see. You so I can see stuff. some people. If you're friends with me personally on Facebook, then I can see um, if you're tuning in. Cool. So episode 30 and like the third episode in a row uh, is now a Cat and Steve episode. Someday I'll get back to interviewing guests or her and I will do it together, but... Um, Tracy. But you guys love us, so it's okay. Good evening. We gotta, did you introduce yourself before? Mm, my name's Steve Jones. I'm the podcaster at Positively Midwest. <laughs> Across from me is my lovely wife, as always. Hello, people. I am Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. Thank God we're doing this live. So, um, since we are doing this live, uh, I mean, feel free to uh, throw out some recommendations, as we've been saying. Um... Uh, let's see here. I love that you guys could hear the music. That is our friend John Wayne and the Pain. Yeah, shout out to uh, to John Wayne um, and the Pain. I texted him. We're gonna get him on one of these episodes here soon. But um, he uh, he, I said, hey, can I use this? Uh, can I use this music? And he said, of course. So so that was really cool, and I and I appreciate that. So, anyway, since you guys can hear the music, let's get some background music going on here if, we, if it works. The following tune is not a John Wayne in the Pain. No, it's not. It's just a nice little uh, background that we've had here. Still at work, buddy? That makes it better. This makes it better. Oh, thanks, Wally. You're the coolest. Oh, I can't read these. I'm so old or blind. I need to bottle cap glasses. I uh, know. I'm good. All right. So, we got some music pumping. I got a couple queued up YouTubies. One of them, we got Will Smith. So, uh, um, he, he, he says, surround yourself with positive people who feed your flame. Um, so why don't we just start out with that bad boy, because I think it was pretty cool what he had to say. Boop. Yeah, I just saw this uh, roomy quote that I love. Set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames. The Philly translation of that is, don't be hanging with no jank-ass jokers that don't help you shine. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Look at your last five text messages. Are those people feeding your flames or dousing your fire? Put your phone down for just a second and look around. Look to the people around you. Are those people throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it? The people that you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams. Everybody don't deserve to be around you. You got to defend your light with your life. So who are the people in your life that are fanning your flames? Shout them out. Tag them below. Yeah. I just whoa, said this whoa, well, you already talked. All right, so that that's something I think that's pretty inspirational to us um, because as we continue to spread uh, what we can of positivity out in the world, there one of the things that you end up gonna that you will inevitably run into is people um, pulling you back down into that negative circle, or they're not they're not helping you flourish. Uh, 
And so, you know, what we, I don't know if we struggle with it, but one thing that you'll struggle with is that you will, um, <laughs> what? What is a jank ass? I'm not very head well said. Well, I'm not from Philly, but I'm guessing it's <laughs> it's it's a slang term for somebody that um, is is not uh, no, being positive. Not a cool cat. Yeah, they're they're negatively <laughs> pulling you back down into their uh, to their cesspool of negativity. Right. So you know, and one of the things too is a lot of times we surround ourselves with circles of people that are uh, like-minded. You know, so. You know, if, if you're somebody who likes to go out and party all the time, and um, you're going to surround yourself with people like that. Well, let's take it, uh, let's let's be dramatic, because I like to do that in our shows anyways. But, you know, what about uh, people that are addicted to drugs, like heroin and stuff like that? You know, they're in those broke-down homes, and, you know, um, what are those called? Where they're, like, where you're a squatter. No one even lives there, and it's been foreclosed on. And Are you talking like, like, like a, a crack house? Like a Frank from Shameless? I don't know, but like a crack house, let's just say. And so um, you, uh, you surround yourself with other drug addicts because they will not tell you that, that that's not okay. They won't help you try to get better. They want you to help get the next fix and share it and blah, blah, blah. So the same with, with positivity, I think, too, is that people, uh, if they see you rising above sometimes, whether it's through religion, whether it's through self-help, or whatever is helping you rise above, you, um, they're like, no, don't go. It's the misery loves company. Yeah. Concept. Misery loves company, and so you need to surround yourself. You know, I, I listened to this inspirational speaker one time, and she said, you cannot be the best or most successful person in your group, right? So you cannot be the most um, positive person necessarily that you hang out with either because then you're not having something to rise above to. You always have to surround yourself with people that are positive and some people that are more positive or more successful than you are because that gives you aspirations. It gives you inspiration to become something more and something better. You know, is that... I mean, that's like where we're going, you know? Yes, correct. So I like to find articles from time to time because I'm not an expert. Believe it or not, I might sound like I'm very intelligent, (laughs) but I'm not an expert and I have no um, extra schooling as far as college goes. So tinybuddha.com, I follow these guys on the the book and on the grams too uh, because they seem to have some good positive advice for people. But uh, so I found an article that's by this Danny DePiro, Train Yourself to Be More Positive in Five Steps. So it starts out with this really cool quote from Winston Churchill. A pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Is that Kimball Tuna? Hello! And we also have Katie and Angelica. Jelly Belly? Jelly Belly and Katie Hansen. Ooh, what up, girls? Hey, K-Ball. Uh, Mr. Bud. So, so I, I, that's a really good quote from Winston Churchill, of course, because, you know, just think of how many times, and Catherine and I have been in this rut, where I'm like, ooh, we should buy we should buy this business and do this. And then one of us, or she says that, and one of us is like, no, because then we're going to have to pay for this, and then we got to work, and then we have to do this, and then what if this don't happen, and blah, blah, and you just spiral, and you spiral, and you, re- you talk yourself right out of it. Now, that can be applied in a lot of different situations. It can be applied into um, a positive situation. It doesn't have to be starting a business, but in any, any avenue of your life, uh, 
it's so easy for us to focus on the negativity. And and so it's just really easy to do that. And so let's not. So I am constantly striving to see the positive in every aspect of my life, but not always easy. My dog is currently suffering from a disease from which she will never recover. My mind is still trying to adjust to my relatively new schedule of running positively present full time. Well, in this case, positively Midwest can get kind of difficult to keep up with. And we post daily and every other day to try to fill our news feeds with positivity. And hopefully, which people are, you share it, you comment, you like it. We keep spreading that out and filling our news feed up. So... Now, more often than not, I find myself veering toward a positive attitude. It's something I never would have done years ago. I firmly believe that this is because I train myself to be positive. Now, that's something that I thoroughly believe in. Whether it's through therapy, whether it's through self-help books, whether it's through religion, anything really that you do. And it's one good little quote from my uncle. He said, really, I think anything that you do that gets you out of bed in the morning isn't hurting anybody and is doing something positive in the world. You are being the change that we need and we want to see in the world. So, now it doesn't always come naturally for me. Sometimes it's a lot of work, but I've taken five steps that make it so much easier for me to see the good in life. Step one, believe a positive attitude is a choice. This step was hard to take at first. I thought that people would either were either positive or negative, and I was in the latter category. I used to blame my negativity in all kinds of outside forces, fate, experiences, parents, relationships, but never really stopped to think that I could choose to be positive. Teaching myself that positivity is a choice has been one of the greatest things I have ever done for myself. Now when I find myself in a bad situation, I know it's up to me to find the good. To be positive regardless of what's happening around me. I no longer point fingers and blame place. Oh, place blame. Sorry. Transpose those. I realize that everything happens how it happens, and it's up to me to choose how I want to feel about it. I am in control of my attitude, and no one can take that away from me. Yes, because happiness is a choice. You know, a lot of people are just like, no, I'm just not happy. Well, you can choose to be happy because happiness is not um, guaranteed in life. You have to seek and create your happiness. You have to go after it. You have to grab life by the horns and like make that your own. Just like this. You have to make your own positivity. Yeah. I mean... And it takes training and it takes practice and um, being positive does not mean that you are always going to be happy. Being positive does not mean that you are not going to cry, that you're not going to get sad, that you're not going to get angry. Um, Being positive though means that maybe when you're super angry, you can count yourself down, you can take a break, walk away from the situation, and each time you make a small decision to be positive, you are changing your mindset over and over again. And by doing that, it eventually becomes a habit. But it takes time. It takes a lot of practice. If it took me 34 years to be whatever I was a couple years ago, it's taken me two years to get where I am now. So, we only got five five years up on here. And so it's also... Now you just made me lose my train of thought. You mess with my mojo, my flojo. Um, it, positivity is taking the negative and the crap. I, I call it my shit sandwich. Kind of like the things that I've gone through in life, right? So that's my overcoming my shit sandwich. And so positivity is 
finding the positive outlook while you're going through that muck and being able to rise above it, coming out stronger and better. That is positivity. Boy, isn't it? Step two, rid your life of negativity. This was something we were talking about a little bit ago. If you want to live a positive, joyful life, you cannot be surrounded by negative people who don't encourage your happiness. As a negative person, I attracted negative people. When I decided to make the change to live a more positive life, I had to rid my life of those most negative influences in it. No one is perfect, and perfection isn't the goal when it comes to positivity. Okay, another quick note too is that generally we don't read these articles before. I'm like, well, that sounds pretty good. Let me go through and make sure that it's, you know, kind of what we want to talk about. And so it's awesome when I preface these sometimes and then we start reading the article and it's just what we were talking about. Hey, Rhonda. It's it's amazing. We it's a poop. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But there were people in my life who were consistently negative, who constantly brought me down, and I had to stop spending so much time with them. This, as you can imagine, wasn't easy. It can hurt to distance yourself from people, even when you know they aren't good for you or your current lifestyle. On that quick note too, like I think these kinds of things are a lifestyle change. You know, you can go out and you can diet. You can go out and maybe stop drinking as much or whatever the case may be. But if you want it to be a lifestyle change, it has to become habitual and it's got to be something that you're going to do forever. In addition to removing negative influences from my life, I also had to get rid of some of my own negative behaviors, such as drug and alcohol abuse. I had to take a step back and examine which behaviors were good for me and which were not. I learned to focus on the positive things I was doing, such as working on my blog and cultivating new positive relationships and let go of the negative ones. This process was not easy and, to be honest, is still ongoing. But I know this. It's hard to live a positive life when negative people and behaviors continually pull you down. Is Onyx jumping on stuff? Onyx is trying to open the door. Quit it! What were you gigging about? <laughs> the, it's Rhonda and the poop sandwich. Oh. So, um, yeah, because it's just like, you know, when we say when people get out of, like, rehab or if you get out of jail, you know, you can't go back to that same circle of friends, truly, if you want to have made a change in your life and become something different, you have to surround yourself. So if you have a friend that is constantly negative or that is toxic or is trying to get you to be a person that you don't want to be, a person that you're not okay with, then it is okay to cut that person out of your life it's okay even if they're blood we've talked about that blood relatives if they are something Ooh. that is toxic to you mm-hmm. truly detrimental to your mental health you can cut those people from your life i might have cleaned up the levels a little bit too so um i noticed that the uh editing app we have had the microphone jacked way up so yeah. and wally you're right it is hard to eliminate friendships from childhood even if they're a bad influence but you, yep, it is better to do this and be better in the long run. Yes, we've, you know, we've all had to live through a situation like that. And it is just sometimes, you know, even if you go, oh, okay, maybe, maybe it's okay. Maybe I can go back to being friends with that person. And then you stop to think and you, or you spend some time with them. And then you stop and really analyze it going, does this person make me a better me? No, then that's not who you need to surround yourself with. We have this saying on our wall that says, you know, life is truly not about becoming somebody, but it's about becoming, unbecoming who you were to find out who you're truly meant to be. So. 
Yeah, so... Um, it does sound better. Thanks, Mike. Oh, cool. I'm a pr- producer. <laughs> All right, so step three, look for the positive in life. In every person, every situation, there's something good. Most of the time, it's not obvious. We have to look. And sometimes, we have to look hard. The old me was con- content to sit back and just glance around. If I saw negative, I went with that feeling. I didn't want to look harder or think too much about the good. I found it much, much easier to sit back and just accept what I saw, which was usually the bad. Now, when I'm faced with a difficult or challenging situation, I think to myself, what is good about this? No matter how terrible the situation might seem, I always can find something good if I take the time to think about it. Everything, good and bad, is a learning experience. So, at the very least, you can learn from bad experiences. However, there is usually even more to it than that. If you really take the time to look, you will usually find something good, something genuinely positive about every person or every situation. So I think that's really important to soak in for a second too that, you know, unfortunately, it seems like the universe is a is balanced. So we either have good, we have bad, you have bad to balance the good. Sometimes if you don't have bad, you don't realize how good things are. So, um... I don't know like so if anything if you run into a bad situation it's, it gives you an opportunity to learn from that and sometimes you can learn from other people you know too so um i don't know movies tv shows documentaries uh books all those kinds of things um groomers dog groomers she can tell you yeah, wife nailed it she did nail it and uh so you know, it's important, like, even if we get into an argument, uh, or, uh, even if we blow up at our kids, you know, and stuff like that, there is inevitably a time where we will sit down and just break down that situation and think about it. And maybe we talk about it a day or two later, but what's important is that, um, you, I'm liking all this stuff. (laughs) Um, when you do, you're constantly training your brain. That's what we're really focusing on is retraining your brain because it's imperative that we create these new habits. You know, we can't just go, man, everything's so negative. I wish I was more positive. Well, you got to take action. We talk about that every episode. Yes. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> she went away. I don't expect down now. So step four, reinforce positivity in yourself. Once I started thinking more positively, I realized I had to... What? It's baby steps. I was just nodding. You continue. Oh, yeah, because she's an avid listener. Very active and supportive. Thank you. I realized I had to reinforce these thoughts and behaviors in myself so they would stick. As with any sort of training, the more practice, the more you get. And yes, you can practice being positive. Didn't even read this article, you guys. The best and easiest way to do this is to be positive when it comes to who you are. Tell yourself you're awesome. Tell yourself you look good. Tell yourself you did a great job at work and raising your kids or whatever it is you do. Be honest with yourself, but do your best to look for the good. And whatever you do, don't focus on the negative. It's okay to not like everything about yourself, But don't focus on what you don't like. We all have positive attributes, and it's up to you to remind yourself of them every day. Positive Mm self-talk. If you wouldn't say it to your friend, don't say it to yourself. 
you are your best friend, you know, I mean, realistically, um, you know, if you want to, what was one of them, one of the posts or anything was like, you want to see one of your best friends you'll ever have in your life, look in the mirror. And that's, that's so the true Michael Jackson said, if you want to change yourself, start with the man in the mirror or wait, if you want to change the world, start with the man in the mirror. Somebody knows the lyrics, but, um, what's important there is what I'm saying is that you have to, um, the change has to come within you change yourself first and then your world just continues to evolve and it sounds cliche. It sounds silly, but it's true. Um, amen. Hello. And so every, every time that you take a, a baby step and you change things more positively and you keep growing, those become habitual. Those change your insides. Those change your outsides. Those change your groups. Those change your marriage. Those change everything around you. And maybe if it's really not... Okay. I was in a situation where I'm thinking I got to detox some people out of my life. They're not um, congruent to what I want to do. They weren't agreeable. They are questioning it. And as I continue to stay steadfast in my positivity and continue to change and do what I was doing, one of these individuals uh, accepted it, if you will, realized how some of these things have changed and how maybe that's something they want to implement in their life. So I, how often do you hear in, uh, in the world where, you know, if we could save one life, it's worth it. If we could change one person's life, it's worth it. And that's what I'm saying here and why we do what we do. Because what, internet popped on and off. Quit it. Hi, Emily. Hi, Missy. Um, so look at this thing. Is it not going? Is it still recorded? I don't know. Yes. Oh, it says end live video. We must be good. Sorry. Anyway, so what the heck was I talking about now? I don't know. Oh, you, your your friend decided that they wanted to start to implement the positivity within their own life, even though they thought they okay. were... So if you, if you continue down the path and you just keep being as positive as possible, eventually they're going to get on board and they're going to jump off the train. And it's not your responsibility. It's no. not your fault. You're not responsible for everybody else on the planet. You're responsible for yourself. And then if you have kids, you're responsible for them. If you have a wife, you're responsible for that as well. You're responsible, though, to be the best you you can be, which in turn makes you one of the best partners, makes you the best parent you can be. It all comes around. Being the best you, but also taking care of yourself. You know, make sure that you're implementing that self-care along the way so that you are fully functioning to your best. Because if you are taking care of yourself, you're going to be able to be a more positive person. Because if you are not taking care of yourself, the weight of the world starts to you know, push you down. And that's how negativity can start to feed and then can start to spiral or snowball out of control. So you got to take care of yourself. Mental clarity creates positivity. I reckon. Would you believe that step five is labeled share positivity with others? <laughs> God, I should read your articles ahead of time. Not only do you need to be positive with yourself for this training to really take effect, but you need to be positive with others. You have to share your wealth of positivity with the world. The best way I found to do this is quite simple and basic. Be nice to other people, no matter what. Tell someone he, she looks nice today. Tell someone he, she did a great job on that presentation. Tell your parents or children 
how much you love them and how great they are. When someone is feeling down, do what you can to cheer him or her up. Send flowers, write notes, don't gossip, be kind to all living things. All of these things sound basic enough, but for someone like me, us, they didn't come easily. I never wanted to see the good in myself and therefore didn't want to see it in others either. I used to be critical and condescending. Now I strive to be encouraging and supportive. I try not to treat others as I would... I try not only to treat others as I would like to be treated, but I also try to consider how they would like to be treated. People appreciate positivity, and the more you share it with others, the more you are practicing it in your own life. When you start feeling like the idea of being a positive person is daunting, remind yourself that all it takes is one small step in the right direction to move yourself toward a more positive attitude. Believe in yourself and remember the most important lesson of all. A positive outlook is a choice that you can always make. And that fancy little article was written by Danny DiPiro. D-I-P-I-R-R-O from tinybuddha.com. Very nice. You know, our youngest, um, during the school year, she had a couple of rough times. You know, where people maybe weren't the biggest fans of her or she had to deal with some bullying issues and there was one time you know like the, the principal had to get involved and she contacted me and she's like I just want to tell you that you know while Gianna was going through this and there were some kids yelling at her saying some mean stuff to her what the teachers or what the other staff or other kids overheard Gianna saying to this child was it is always okay to be kind one I was so thankful that that's what came out of that child's mouth that somebody overheard instead of something different. But it was like something that we had been preaching or something that we had been really trying to work with her. Apparently, (laughs) yeah, apparently worked. You know, it's like amazing when you can start that with your children. It's like teaching them to take the high road is that no, life's not always fair. And no, there's people out there that not everyone is your people. And that is okay. We do not have to love everybody. We don't have to like everybody. You don't have to get along with everybody. But you always, always have to be nice to everybody. No matter if they've been nice to you or not. Uh, <laughs> from time to time, I do like to whip out an English accent and try it, try my best at talking that way. But if there's any English people out there, I apologize if I don't do a good job. <laughs> don't be offended. Yeah, please. Um... That is a very good point, and I I just want to piggyback on it and uh, and say that I do feel that you should always try your best to be the most positive influence in any situation, but you know what? It's not always called for. There are going to be times where you have to stand up for yourself, but you can do it positively, you know, so you could be, you could say, hey, I don't appreciate how you're talking to me. I'm just going to step away. You know, and so you are standing up for yourself or you can stand up for someone else. Hey, you don't need to treat them like that or you don't need to say that stuff to them. It's not cool. And how many times have we heard in school and stuff now where it's not so much, um, it's like what, like if you see something, say something, that's what it is. Yep. And it's not always what you do. Sometimes it's what you don't do. So you might see something going on, you turn around and walk away. You know, well, maybe you could have went and gotten some help or said something or, you know, obviously you don't, if somebody's getting mugged, don't jump in there if you don't know karate, so. But even if you're sticking up for somebody or yourself, you can still do things with kindness. You don't have to resort to 
you know, nasty name calling. You don't have to resort to being physically violent unless you're, you know, defending yourself. You don't have to resort to that bottom of the barrel to be able to handle a situation. You know, there are great ways that are positive and um, with a better mindfulness of being able to handle situations than that. Episode 30. Rude. On episode 30. Yeah, so for those of you that are just tuning in, you can drop your feedback, your questions. We're doing the Facebook Live while we're recording this week's podcast. Yeah, it is actually, as we're talking, it's being recorded. So I wonder how people are going to dig this episode later. Um, Just us jabbering and staring (laughs) at the camera. So, um, but hey, you guys want to say some stuff? You want to ask some questions? Is there something that you want us to talk about? Um, I thought I was finding another thing, but I don't see it. So, um, you know, and we keep talking about how we find music as therapy, you know, and music is so good. And thank goodness, thank the Lord, there is some music starting to happen around us again. Shout out to Missy at the Gods. We get to go see some live tunes this week. I'm super pumped. And then on Saturday, we get to go to Melbank for Farley Fest and check out Judd Hoos up there too. So music is medicine. Find something that can help you ground yourself and find your positivity. And that's your therapy in a sense. Yeah. Yep. You've got to find your outlet. And one thing I think to be careful with too is when you, once you find this outlet, um, <laughs> we must have read at the same time. Oh, Wally. <laughs> so, for those of you just listening, you know, Wally's saying that we're making way too much eye contact with him. So, apparently, you know, he's staring into the depths of Steven's soul through Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, you got to find your outlet in life. And uh, one of those things, too, is I think you do have to be careful. Uh, is when you when you start to go down these paths of um, and to me it's almost like this parent kid syndrome but you start to go down these paths where you realize that um, okay so they give you a bunch of advice they motivate you they tell you how to change your life you start changing your life and you don't necessarily understand that you that you're in control of all of that you're doing that you're making those actions they're not breaking the mold by telling you what we're not doing that this article none of this stuff is breaking the mold and it's was written i watched a documentary some of these uh theories were written in the 1920s and late 1800s and stuff when some of these psychologists which we learned were called alienists way back in the day they started to understand why people act the way they do mentally so we start to develop psychological theories and so on now a lot of this stuff is proven but one thing that i think is dangerous at times is if you put too much of uh Uh, you hang on these motivational speakers or these books you know as like it's the tell-all it's the only way that you can continue to stay on the good path and do what you do they give you the steps they give you the information you put that stuff in action and keep going with it so case in point is you know now let's say someone that has been a motivational person with you and has taken you to the to the next step in your life and you're kicking butt and then all of a sudden they get divorced or all of a sudden they um you find out they were a bad person i don't know what about all the people that followed the the evangelist way back in the day and gave them millions of dollars and then turned out they were turds and spending the money where they shouldn't have 
Tammy something. I don't remember. No matter. But stuff like that. How many people were devastated? Right. That's my point. <clears throat> these people were devastated like, oh, I put all my energy and and all my money and I did all these things and I was my life was changing. Now they're a big joke. Am I a big joke? You're not. Because those people didn't break the mold. They just gave you some information, you know, and they taught you how to help yourself be a better person. So you're still in charge of that. You're still in charge of your own your own mind, your own person. So you still have to make your own choices to become the person you want to be. It's not them. It's not their responsibility. I listen to music at work too, Mike, but I work at a radio station, so I get to cheat a little. But <laughs> music is huge in our life. Huge. I think we went to like 20 shows in one, one year. I know. It's been one of those things that... Uh, this spring has been tough. Ta- Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. There you go. See, I knew it was Tammy something. Hi, Mandy. Who? Mandy Murray is watching. What so, up? Mandy Murray, you're a part of the podcast now. Love you, Drop K-ball. a comment if you, uh, you want to be a part of the podcast, if you have insight on our topics. Yeah, so I think that's dangerous when people oh. are... Um, whoa. I'm loving this, Katie. Um, when people are... You know, you get too wrapped up into something, then you think you're not in control of it all, but you really are in control of it. So, you know, um, I'm, I don't know if it matters if I mention them or not, but, you know, I'm talking a little bit about the Hollises. They just built an empire built on um, people uh, following them and changing their life. And, and they're still doing good work out there. So They've still kicking butt. Yeah, they're still doing good work. And then they got divorced. But I'd hate for anyone to think like we were jamming to the... Uh, rise together podcasts and um now they don't know how to function without them in a sense yeah and then you think like oh great all the stuff i went through is is a joke now too but it's it's really not they just found their own way of telling you and teaching you and so you just keep doing the steps reread the book if you want to so okay katie says i or Catherine. i mean i've always called you katie I think being positive also pertains to Mother Nature in a few ways. Soak up the sun, take off your shoes, feel the dirt in your toes. Feeling the energy from the earth can give people relaxation, which can turn give you clarity that your existence is relevant. I am a tree hugger too. I totally kicked off my shoes when we went disc golfing the other day and I do that barefoot. I love feeling that grass between my toes. I love to walk around barefoot as much as possible. That is my jam. I just love it, but I totally get it. It is when you can just bury your feet and then you just let that sunbeam come down on you. It is an amazing, an amazing awakening and a feeling. You know, in fact, health, thanks, Mandy. In fact, healthline.com uh, here uh, by Deborah Rose Wilson, PhD, she says grounding, also called earthing, is a therapeutic technique that involves doing activities that ground or electrically. What? I would say like electronically, right? Electrically? (laughs) He finds the articles and he can either, they don't know how to spell or he doesn't know how to read. I am not quite sure which one it is yet. Electrically. (laughs) I just said it wrong. Electrically can reconnect you to the earth. This practice relies on earthing science and grounding physics to explain how electrical charges from the earth can have a positive effect on your body. This type of grounding therapy isn't entirely the same as the technique that is used in mental health treatment. And this article will explore the science behind grounding energy, the risks and benefits of using earthing techniques, and how to perform. So I'm not going to read this whole article, but um, that is, um, they talk about uh, types of grounding, walking barefoot. Have you ever been outside on a warm, sunny day and felt the urge to run barefoot in the grass? One of the easiest ways to ground yourself is 
to the earth is to walk barefoot. Whether it's in grass, sand, or even mud, allowing your skin to touch the natural ground can provide you with grounding energy. Lie in the ground, submersing in water. Um, I did walk, listen to this most recent Joe Rogan episode, and he talked about... Um, what are those called? The bear, the chamber, water. It's like a water chamber thing. Oh yeah, the Maybe. float, the float chambers. Those a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, but I think it's a little different. Like it's completely dark. I guess I don't know. I've never been in that. I did that. So um, eventually, some people can hallucinate and stuff like that too. But um, it it's is. supposed to completely drain your your mind and and ground you, and you 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 like completely shut off your brain completely. So. Um, Anyways, check that out on healthline.com. All I did was just Google it. You guys can do that too. So. so my favorite thing is like when you're out there and you're standing in the grass or you're standing, you know, like the grass or like in the sand on the bay, you know, like, and then when you, you know, um, I'm a yogi. And so like doing like cactus pose where you're just opening it up and you're looking up where, or you're doing like a happy tree or then you like, you know, yeah. prayer at your third eye, you know, and it's like, it's just hey, that Alyssa. opening. A lizard. <laughs> Being productive and having a feeling of accomplishment from your work helps you build your self-esteem. It does. You know, and anytime that you get that boost from your workplace, you know, that morale, anything like that can totally help to just give that. But, you know, there's something for me being at work that I think sometimes I'm, because I know what I'm doing. I get there and I know what I'm doing and I know that I'm like good at my job. And so then it gives you that sense of like, Pride, and so then it gives you that boost of your self-esteem and positivity. Catherine's a pro at these Facebook lives, if you can't tell. When we do a podcast episode, she's always waiting for me to talk, but I'm you're sorry. nailing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> was, that was positive. <laughs> Don't let the insecurities out. Alyssa, sensory deprivation chambers, they kick ass. That's what I meant. Oh, cool. oh yeah, Mike said it too. He knows what's up. So, I mean, is that... Does it sound- is that like the float chamber, like in Watertown, how you go and it's like the water with all the salt that you go and you lay in the dark little tomb-like thing? Is that what the same concept is? Is that a... Yeah, flutique. It's exactly. That's what I did. If that's the same thing, I didn't know it was called sensory deprivation. I mean, that, that sounds like my hands feel like, oh, like I'm freaking out. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't know that that's what it was called. That's a big term for it, but I've totally done that. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Thanks, Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we go to some music festivals, and we haven't been able to go to one forever. So, um, but that's it's about as close to a hippie festival as you can get, and that doesn't necessarily mean everybody's running around on drugs. By the way, no. So there are people that have found ways to be very positive in life some of them are what they kindly call wooks they got the dreadlocks and they have the whole lifestyle too um some of them are gypsy nomads or whatever but it's really interesting when you come from the day-to-day world of the first time it was um i was working retail it just blew my mind that there's people that don't worry about the things that I worry about. And then they all come together as like this, this, you know, family or whatever. Kick my sandals off. It is family. They are family. Yeah, they are. And it's just crazy to see these people just, just do that. So, um, what's, I don't know. What's amazing is that 
I also realized, and that might have been the starting point to help kick off me into trying to be a more positive person, because I realized that retail situation wasn't the best for me. I realized that I was um, just a lot of different negative things in my life, and so they started to progress and change, and uh, that was just one way to kick it off. So they're so here we are happy. They're so um, open to new people, to ideas. You know, it's just like. They open up these arms for, I mean, free hugs. Literally, they walk around like giving free hugs to everybody. But um, it's just like, it's just a sense of calming between the music and between the conversations and the, between the energy healings and all the things that people do at the festival there, that they're just one with each other. And so it's just a sense of peace and positivity. So... You read these because you got your phone right okay, there. Okay, so Cindy says, Cindy Larson says, I feel more connected positively to nature, such as saying, good morning, God. Thank you for this new day, the breath in my lungs, and that I can still walk and talk. That's beautiful. I love that. And then Catherine says, give yourself a pat on the back because the topics and the positivity you guys bring sometimes hits home to me and makes me feel so good. Thanks for speaking up and out. And I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm going to hover. And I'm going to click the heart whenever it pops up. Three, two, two, three, two, one, three, two, one. Oh, there. It lets you click it. On internet. Awesome. Get with the program. Yeah. Somebody asked us about, you know, when they asked, okay, what is Positively Midwest? You know, and it's like Stephen said, well, it starts with sharing of the page, just sharing of wanting to fill the news feed more positivity things in social media instead of negativity things. And then, you know, what the inner the interviews are all about giving people inspiration that maybe something um, is going through the same. Yes, it does. So it um, it's OK. The interviews help so that if somebody is going through the same. I get it. Something in life that you're going through and then it shows you how you can overcome and become a positive person and how you can beat that negative thing in your life. And so it's that as well as it's therapeutic for us to be able to work through our issues. I'm saying in air quote, you know, our issues as well as like a little bit of accountability, you know, I guess. It continues to evolve. My original thought process was um, the Midwest is full of stigmas and old traditions and things that make people sometimes not be open minded and not necessarily be accepting of others and their views and their thoughts. And I've always felt that the more that we learn about ourselves and other people, especially how our minds work, I've always been intrigued with psychology and sociology and things like that. So I was, <laughs> I won't get that wrong. So I was sitting at home and I was scrolling through my phone like people do. And it was just crap after crap and fight after fight. And just, just, I was sick of it. And so, um, I had already started myself following other groups. We're not Again, we're not breaking the mold here. So I'm following other groups about positivity and like Power of Positivity is a big group. The Tiny Buddha, Tiny Buddha, those guys have been around for a long time. They got bajillions of followers. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if we had a group of everybody that wanted to be positive and share positivity and it would help fill our news feeds personally and by having a group Whenever we posted something or someone else posted something, everyone would get a notification. And so it was like, okay, it's up in your grill. So you're going to like it, comment, share it if you want to. But either way, your news feed is going to be stuck with all these positively Midwest things. 
So then we started, and we were posting. I was posting stories about being a bad husband, about not being the greatest dad sometimes, drinking too much, um, blacking out, just crap, um, things from when I was younger. And uh, then stories about my childhood and neglect and verbal abuse and things like that. And then um, her her boss friend, uh, I, we talked to her about, I've always just wanted to be on the radio and do a... Do a uh, a podcast maybe and honestly she said just do it just buy one and do it so i bought a crappy 35 dollar microphone off of a place and then um that's what's laying in that towel oh uh, yeah right about there is his other microphone yeah because the last time i used it was to record weston and then we got this thanks to also his suggestion um for the roadcaster so thanks buddy love you um but uh so we just I just ordered a $35 microphone and we plugged it into the computer through the USB, downloaded Audacity, which is free. Thanks for having free editing software for people. That's super cool and real easy to use. And then just started um, a <laughs> goofy introduction. So we, I went back last week and re-redid it with our new music and stuff just because <laughs> I, we like 300 some people have viewed it and then it just whew, drops off from there. <laughs> And I don't want people, and we're, I'm part of a bunch of other podcast groups. You get good advice in there. Sometimes they'll, they'll like your stuff if you like theirs. Um, I don't want a bunch of fake reviews and stuff either. So I don't do a whole lot of those posts, but I will go in there to learn stuff. And that's why we're doing this live right now too. So, um, but, uh, so you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. So, uh, it just continues to evolve. The first original format of the podcast then was um, Onyx. I was going to show you guys how she's doing this. I would do it again. You can be live while we're live on here. No, I was going to take a picture and post it. Of oh. Onyx trying to open the door while we're recording. I mean, you could let her in if you want. What's it going to do? So um, anyways, it was that I would interview people and then her and I would do an episode after that. And it'd be like a Cat Steve episode. The next one would be an interview so um, go back through and watch all the other ones or listen to the other ones if you haven't checked out the podcast before. But um, now it's it's still evolving. We haven't had a guest for our third week now. Um, just couldn't come together with one. Not a big deal. And then I just... Schedules are busy. It's crazy time of the year right now too. So so yeah, we're just kicking it. And uh, um, I like doing them with her. And you know, we've had people say like, well, why didn't you like record so many in advance? You know, like if you knew who you're doing it, well, because then it's like your current day to day topics or things happening in life aren't authentic to be talking about it with those other things, you know? So that's why we like to just do them the Tuesday night, obviously before, because it'll drop tomorrow morning at 730. And so that's just how we like to roll with them, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't like it. Yeah, now I, now it struck me. Sorry, Mike. So um, we've yet to uh, find a minute to check out your podcast, but um, being being in the Midwest, you are barred on the Plains podcast. So uh, Mike McPeak down here hollering at us. Uh, if you guys get a minute, um, go check out his podcast, Barred on the Plains, B-A-R-D. So... Um, yeah, I think we saw each other in a group, so we got to check that out. So there's your shout out. Catherine wants to know, um, how do you pick your guests? <sighs> Generally, I started with um, I started with this notebook here. Oh my gosh, let me scroll because I can't see. 
can't see our faces. Okay, there so you go. So I started with this little notebook here, <clears throat> my composition, comp composition book, and it says Positively Midwest on it because I wrote on it. <laughs> um, and then I just started writing down people's names. Of ideas? Uh, no, names, I said. Yeah, of ideas of who you want? Oh, yeah, ideas like, of who I want. Like, how do you come up with who you want? Yeah, so okay. <laughs> first one, BP. That's uh, that's our her boss friend. Brittany Petrick. Brittany Petrick. Number two is Troy Van Dusen. Number three was Melanie Weiss. That's not really answering your question. But no. No, no it's not. But it, <laughs> so what I did was, um, you know, I started to think of my circle of people because I knew that that would be probably the easiest to get them on there. But I have always wanted to learn with the listener. So a lot of the times, excuse me, a lot of the times uh, I'm asking a question on the fly. I have a few notes, you know, in here, and we might, uh, if we're doing it Bluetooth or whatever, we might get a few little talking points. Like, is there anything that you... There's my notes. That's what they look like when we you, interview somebody. Is there anything that you feel uncomfortable with that we just shouldn't talk about, which no one's really said anything about? Aside from that, then I just start plugging away. So we are also open to two guests, and I've got them written down. I still have some that i got to reach out to, but some of them... When you find uh, God or the universe, it puts you together. So one of them we have written here is Cat Perkins. Um, and uh, I I just was calling on a client of mine and walked into the bar area, food area. And then there was this gal sitting there and like, what? No. And then uh, the guy that I work with says, this is Cat Perkins. I'm like, yeah, from The Voice. So. Yeah. Anyways, um, so like some of them were because, okay, with like Troy Van Dusen, you know, he works with him. So he knew a little bit of his background and his history. And so that's where he thought, you know, this guy has really seen a lot and has gone through a lot. You know, he's got a great story he has to have. You know, Melanie Weiss is very open about her trials and tribulations that she has overcome her drug addiction. Um, Weston is a dear friend of ours from John Wayne and the Pain, you know, and he is now, um, Talks about his sobriety that he is overcoming. Um, let's see, Cat Perkins. Yeah, that was a random one that you met along the way. We've had a couple people that. Um... So it is there. There are topic based. You know, I want to get hooked up with Amy Neal here soon, but with the uh, the c word floating around, we didn't know for sure what uh, what we would accomplish. But she is a Reiki or energy healer. That's totally intrigues the heck out of me. So um, Catherine's going to do one in real life, and then I'm going to do one in um, electronically or over the phone or whatever. Um, digitally, virtually. Distance. I think is how it's distance. That's the correct yeah. word. Kind of like distance learning. Yeah. So that's so, going to be really cool. Yeah. So um, so yes, Catherine, some of it is based off of topics as well, because um, there's things that I'm interested in, and if I know someone that's in it, I'll reach out to them. Um, we follow a lot of people on, on Instagram as I try to build that and Facebook too. And so, uh, Megan White, we just recently did an episode with her and that kind of blew my mind. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Um, and since I don't do a lot of preliminary work on it and a lot of questions ahead of time, we weren't sure what we were going to get out of it. And then she's it, never been one for homework and it, <laughs> um, and it blew my mind. And so. <laughs> Sometimes you have to pause for comedic relief. So let don't jump right in. Oh god. Count to four. Okay. I try to count to four. So now and then I look at the camera and I make a weird face and then everybody laughs, laughs with us. Okay. 
so um anyways yeah uh i've got stuff in the works here too so it's not like i don't have guests it's just it's been crazy and a lot of times um you know working for radio there's a lot of summer events things are nuts um so uh we're busy on the weekends trying to soak up as much of that outside as we can going out with the family doing things uh so it's and so are other people so it's just hard to schedule stuff so um <laughs> so thanks for that text by the way and so it is um Molly. and then some of them you've gotten people that are like hey i know somebody that i think would be a really great fit yeah you know yep. it's the or somebody reaching out personally being like hey here's my story you know like what you guys are doing touches me and i think like you know, like my story could help. And so they definitely, you know, we've had those reach out <laughs> as well as those um, recommendations. And so here. that's kind of cool. Um. <laughs> Why can't I click the laughy face right away? You're really cramping Man. my style. I, I just wonder what this is going to be like, to, like when people start listening to this and they're not understanding all of the back end stuff Ugh. that's happening. I think we're doing a good job of explaining <laughs> oh, it. Funny. We're doing a good job of explaining it. So for the people that are just listening on our podcast right now, driving, you know that we're on Facebook Live and we're messing with people. Or not we're not messing with people. We're having fun with people. We are interacting with people, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. So um So anyways, yeah. Um I just uh I mean I wanna interview anybody really, and I do wanna have episodes where we get down to the Jeez, moon pie alimony. <laughs> when you get in with, uh, I want to get to some episodes that are nitty gritty, man, and they really um, are heart wrenching. And then they continue to stay positive and what that, what that's like, because it is about touching other people and reaching out to them and making them understand that you're not alone in this world. That you are, you know, we're all a part of this and we're all in it together. Not mm-hmm. to be cliche, it's just, you know. You can make a difference in a person's life that's walking down the street. And so that's where when you're in this together is because it's, um, what's it called? The rainbow effect? Or was it called the, I don't know. There was like a term for it I saw. It's like you, your trickle effect. You know, you, your action can help this person and it can trickle down to the next butterfly. person. Butterfly. Thank you. Maybe butterfly. Effect. And so then um, Somebody it's kind of what it is. And so, like, and then our episodes are, you know, we talk about marriage. We talk about, you know, the hard stuff of marriage that we've kind of gone through. We talk about parenting. We have talked about, you know, childhood and how what you go through as a child, how that can form you as an adult. And as an adult, then you're overcoming what you've gone through still. Um, So we've had all those different topics. It's kind of like what speaks to you. You know, it's like. You know, my random idea for tonight, which I'm loving this so much better than my idea, was like to be talking about how to handle balancing all the things in life, work, personal life, your, you know, your kids, your marriage. If you do extracurricular activities such as like, you know, you're on a board for an organization, it's all of that. You have to come up with such a great way to being able to balance it so much and that you have to try to stay positive through all of it when it all seems to hit at the same time but i'm loving this facebook concept Ooh. okay 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 you want me to read it or can you read it that far away there just let me scoot up a little bit here granny (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's talk politics. Wouldn't it be great if people running for mayor, governor, Congress, etc., would be limited to only public TV, PBS, for a small fee to share their ideas on how to make city, state, or our country better? They then could have a podcast slash blog, blog. <laughs> media page to post their schooling experience, etc. Instead of only the rich being able to run for office, there are great people in America who are honest and have serve and oh servant servant hearts to make America strong again. What do you both think? Ooh, Nelly. Okay, first let me preface. Because I am not educated in politics very well. We've recently become much more educated in the politics land. So, um, but it's important because it matters to you. So it matters to to us. So the best way that I could answer that is, um, is, yeah, I think in a perfect world, it would be awesome if just the most honest and righteous person that has um the great ideas that has great ideas and truly cares about us as a people as what's best for the country whatever um yeah i mean that's probably some of the some of the issues with um mass media if you will is sometimes there's some biased crap in there corruption so just biased crap and it's tough to you know, for us to pinpoint it because really none of us other than the person that's in the room are probably really educated on what's going on or what really happened or whatever. But I have to be a proponent to say that um, it doesn't always necessarily mean that someone who did bad things in their past isn't capable of being that person that we need. And that's not, that is not an opinion on any current situation or current individual. What I'm saying is I've done a, bad, a lot of bad shit in my past, but I know I'm a good person. I know that I'm only getting better, and I know that I'm here now to try to help other people be a little bit better, maybe be a little more positive. So so I, I guess because that... You, if you've learned from your mistakes, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it's just... I just don't know if it will ever necessarily happen that people will... You know, I might think like Catherine's the perfect individual and all of her ideas for being president are perfect. We should elect her. But you know that there will be a percentage of people that don't think that way. They don't agree with what she wants to do, you know, and so on. Or maybe what's technically better for our country or what's technically better for our world isn't what's best for everyone. It might really hurt some people or it might affect some people negatively. You know, so then do we stay positive and do we find a way to rise above? Um, I don't know. And with money, you're right. It's not, you know, it could be that even though you may be on the poor or lower um, spectrum financially doesn't mean that you're not as qualified to be, you know, a great person within this country. And so when there is like that financial divide that only those that have money have the power in a sense. Yes, that's completely unfair. And so it is, you wish that those um, underdogs, in a sense, would be able to have that equal opportunity as um, those with the checkbooks do. But, yeah. Yeah, and we we generally stay away from politics on, on our posts. And I 
I don't know. We don't have a lot of people posting in our group, but you know, it, it just the the crappy part about it is it infuriates a lot of people. And so I, you know, I've practiced really hard, especially in the last year of having um, diplomatic discussions with mm-hmm. people of the opposite opinion. And you do have to find the right person to do that. You have to be careful because there are people that do thrive on no matter the context. There are people that thrive on upsetting other people or or like proving themselves right or something to that effect. So yeah, that gets to be really difficult because uh, you can't just, you're not going to, you're probably not going to change people's minds. And even in a diplomatic discussion or a debate, you're not going to change people's minds, but maybe you can understand a little bit more about what they think. Maybe they can understand a little bit more about what you, uh, what vice versa, you know what I'm saying? So it really does start to, if everybody did that, it starts to open up where we don't have to deal with that crap. Mm-hmm. You know, you can sit down and, you know, do you think that, mm, never mind, but. Okay, so like, but by, by posting the politics, sorry, I totally cut off Stephen. My apologies. But by posting the politics things, what can happen is that, you know, everyone has their own opinion and everyone is entitled to have their own opinion and that's totally fine. So not everyone is always going to totally agree on those topics and so the reason that we kind of shy away um from that is because they tend to create heated conversations and that that creates the negativity and that doesn't create the positivity um that we're looking for in day-to-day life did did mandy reply to herself no mandy replied to me because i said you know like my idea for the topic was going to be like how to balance you know like this week okay how to balance like 4-h working at the farm having farm cattle having um um you know, achievement days next week, which days do I work at achievement days because I'm, you know, a 4-H leader versus which day do my kids show at achievement days, which <laughs> days do I go to work? And so it's like balancing. It's that balancing act of all of those things. It is. It's you got to find your groove. And I got to hope that everything I have written out, my curveball doesn't get hit me next week. Yeah. So peace out, Alyssa. Um, thanks for hanging out with us for quite a while <laughs> and enjoy your homework and uh, keep keep evolving and keep growing. That's awesome. So, Mike, I would agree with you. Unless you're doing a pure politics podcast, stay away from them. That's why I had to preface... Onyx, don't yell at me. That's why I have to preface it with that. We're not necessarily educated. And and um, I so I wanted my opinion of anything to be fairly generic, but also as positive as possible because it takes people to make changes and we can continue to try to be the change in the world. And that's what it means to be as positive as possible. So... Anything else y'all want to say? <laughs> oh, Onyx just said something. She wanted to say something. Oh, let her in. I tried to take Catherine. I did reply to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but fun. it works. I totally understood what you were doing. Are you letting her in? This crazy puppy who constantly has like separation anxiety and thinks she needs to constantly be by my side, it seems like. Well, those kinds of behaviors are taught, so it's her mom's fault. Thank you. Her dog mom's fault. But, uh, yeah, we had to put our dog down uh, three summers ago, I think, and that was absolutely the the worst day of my entire life, and I cried profusely, and my daughters were like, what in the hell is wrong with my dad? And uh, I don't think they've ever seen me be crazy crying like that, so... um, Anyways, I uh, come over this way. It's easier. 
And so, um, yeah, so that was really tough, and I didn't want anything to do with any dogs or anything like that either. Um, so we, uh, you know, then I started to ask Catherine if we could get another dog, and she's like, uh, no. no. <laughs> and then, can you smell it? And then I was like, can we get a dog? No. And then I was like, can we get a dog? And then I get the kids a little riled up about it, I'm not going to lie. The music went away. Oh. And then, um... I was like, so then it came stipulation time. I don't want him to shed. I don't want to deal with a bunch of hair, all that kind of jazz. And so, um, uh, there, it just paused because we were jamming too long. And so, um, came the stipulations and then all of a sudden, uh, we were getting closer. And so we were at the state fair and I said, um, I said, hey, or I'm going to Google. So I Googled black poodles because I don't necessarily want a Labradoodle. A lot of people have those. Out of here. She was a sweet Google. I didn't say that. I said poodle. <laughs> my Google went off on my phone here. So um, anyways, uh, um, we started Googling that and I found a cuddoodle for sale at this place. And uh, it's a mix between a collie and a poodle. And then um, so we ended up with Onyx. She looked like quite the... The Ewok um, from Star Wars with all the long hair and stuff. And then we shaved her. So that's why she looks a lot better. So that's a shout out to Rhonda at Barkin' Beauties. Holla at you, girl, if you need a dog cut. So K-Ball, Gypsy was a sweetheart. And uh, I know we all miss our um, sunny Thursdays in Smallville and stuff like that. And you need to come meet so, Onyx. Yeah, those were good days. So um, pets can make positive. Um, yeah cried over several dogs yeah i know i don't know um she's probably gonna live to be 100 so we're good so but she's absolutely quite spoiled and now Catherine loves her more than anyone else in the entire house so go figure um look at how we're like angels Oh, those those ceiling lights. He was so good when putting oh. those in. Yeah, they they. Oh, a mellow me, a mellow beagle. Sorry, a mellow beagle. That's very cool. And then I got a notification that Justin O'Neill is now watching. So I kind of got taken back for a second. So hello, Justin. How are you? Yeah. He's mouthing Milo over here. <laughs> oh, Atlanta. So. Yeah, we're recording Facebook Live while recording a podcast. How about that? Oh, yeah, I forget you're supposed to do that stuff in radio. So if you're just joining us now, we are <laughs> live recording on Facebook, our episode of Positively Midwest. And uh, we decided to do a Facebook Live because I saw it on other places and stuff like that. So here we are doing this thing, and now we're well over an hour. So Really? Mm, yeah. Time flies when you're having fun, man. An hour six, so. But we are simultaneously recording episode 30 of Positively Midwest's podcast. <laughs> so really excited for that. Um, pretty so, cool. Yeah. You going to take us out there, babe? It was great jamming with all of you this week. Thank you for interacting and giving us some feedback and some ideas and your opinions. Input. Well, don't turn me in for copyright. We did an episode about detoxing your group, right? It was if you can be friends with somebody of the opposite sex. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That can be dangerous. 
check out the other episodes of Positively Midwest. I hope you guys all enjoyed this. If you don't have much else to say, I'm, I will close it out for us. But um, hey, thank you for watching live video, Mike, because you've been on this the whole time. So I appreciate you. That's awesome. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cross promote each other and do a interview each other or something crazy like that. So we'll totally check that out quite soon. So okay, um, let's see here. I pull up my little spiely. You guys can see everything how it works. Where are we at here? Mm -mm 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 -mm. What? Oh, <laughs> it cut out already. Okay, so let's see here. I gotta find the outro. I'm not even gonna be able to read it very well from here. I think you need your eyes checked. Mm -mm. I just got them checked by Weiss Eicher not too long ago. Okay, we'll check the live. We got anything going on there? We good? We're good. Thank you, everybody. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Um, let's uh, dump out of this situation here with the reggae. There we go. All right. So thank you, everybody, that's on the Facebook Live. I appreciate you. Um, K-Ball, have a great evening. And uh, thanks to you for hanging out. This is the most we've probably seen each other in a while now, too. So um i'm happy for all of that so um which button is it this one do you think i hope this is the right one so this is how we close our show everybody um i hit this little button do you have any closing words nope hit it okay here we go thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for listening to the positively midwest podcast our hope is to inspire engage our thoughts and leave you with some advice that could help be sure to join our facebook group and follow us on instagram at positively midwest podcast make sure you like comment share and screenshot our podcast with all your cool friends we are on most all major platforms and you can stream it on our website at positivelymidwest.com and as always please from the bottom of our hearts try to stay 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 as positive as possible